Welcome to the Life Success and Legacy Podcast. We're super excited. We are taking on a worthwhile endeavor at Life Success and Legacy. Our intention is to honor Nelson Nash, the man, as well as the infinite banking concept. We're going to create a series of resources, including podcasts and text, as a resource for others who want to truly understand with depth and clarity what Nelson shared in his book, Becoming Your Own Banker, as well as the many seminars and think tanks that we were fortunate to have attended during his life. So who is this intended audience? Well, we will use Nelson Nash's own words. It is written for the layman, not for financial advisors, but all life agents should be thoroughly knowledgeable of its content and practice. So whether you are an individual, part of a family, a business owner, or a life insurance agent, this is for you. So sit back, relax, and we will walk you through becoming your own banker step-by-step so you can reference the parts you want to revisit at your own pace. And we might have a little fun along the way. Welcome back to another uh, edition of our Life Success and Legacy podcast. I'm Chris Bay, and I'm joined by Mike Everett, the founder of Life Success and Legacy. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, hey, Chris, doing great. Awesome. We're having a lot of fun going through uh, Nelson's book, Becoming Your Own Banker, piece by piece, and these will be available to you. Uh, and we'll try to n- notate which sections we're going through so it's easy for you to reference. If you're reading Nelson's book and you want some more clarity or additional information, you can reference that. Today we are on page 12, and again, we're in the fifth edition of Becoming Your Own Banker, and this is how the infinite banking concept got started. To me, the key concept that I gather out of this section is Nelson's quote, hardship often helps us to see things to which we are normally blind. I think all of us experience hardship to one degree or another at some point in our life, sometimes multiple times. And as Nelson points out in this section, it is that hardship that led him to think differently. And uh, and sometimes we need hardship to do that. So first of all, Mike, um, Nelson starts this section giving a little bit of his background, specifically um, his training in forestry, um, his work experience in life insurance, and then also uh, in real estate. Can you share with the listeners about how Nelson connected the dots with these different experiences and then how they contributed to the formation of this whole concept of infinite banking? Well, uh, if anybody has actually uh, uh, heard our our presentation, uh, obviously uh, one of uh, Nelson has five main principles and the number one is think long term. And here in that very first paragraph, he explains his education as a forester. So um, how he correlates these two together is in forestry, you're dealing with a a long-term process. You know, obviously when you go and you plant a tree um, in in two weeks, a month, two years, that tree's not going to be fully grown. So you're working with a, a, a very long period of time. So when you're studying forest and you correlate it back to uh, IBC and compounding, you're you're dealing with things over a 
long, long period of time. And when he starts to put these things together, especially when you're talking about IBC and dividend paying whole life insurance, you're dealing with this compound interest over this huge amount of time with no taxation on the buildup. So there is an increasing, uh, growing, compounding amount of dollars available inside the dividend paying whole life contract without any taxation. It's it's really it's really tremendous. And what what strikes me right now is even if you're utilizing that system and you're taking big loans from it, your system is still growing and compounding even though you're taking those loans. So if you've created a a family banking system and at some point you receive a windfall from say a parent who passes away, you have a incredibly large bucket to dump that money into a space or a vacuum that has been growing and compounding over that whole time. And then you have access to it all tax-free. It, it's, it's truly, truly. <laughs> it's just uh, incredible. It, it is. In fact, it just almost, it, it almost blows my mind, which then now this is why Nelson utilized this because you've just got to know how, dividend paying whole life insurance works. It's really the most important thing that you've got to learn, but yet tons and tons of people, even the home offices, don't understand really truly what's going on, the insurance companies. Uh, and Nelson says, it's strange, but it's true. Yeah. There's a, a section in this uh, a sentence that Nelson talks about that speaks specifically to me, and that's because of my, my background with um, Financial Peace University, Dave Ramsey's teaching. You know, my wife and I, for our listeners who have heard our podcast before, we, we did Dave Ramsey's plan for about seven years before we were introduced to infinite banking. And when Nelson says, you are always dealing with borrowed money. You either borrow money and pay interest or you use your own money and give up the interest that you could have earned. And, you know, I'm reminded of how many times we were using cash to pay for things and we were in, interrupting that compounding interest over and over again. And yet now with infinite banking, we still get to utilize the the cash value and we can pay cash for things, but we're never interrupting the growth of our policy. Pretty it's fantastic. Phenomenal. It yep. is. And it is. And in fact, I'm going to throw this out, even though this is a podcast um, there, you know, my understanding of IBC was pretty good before you came on board as a, as a business partner with me, Chris. But when you, when you started to take that, that picture and utilize that as we, as we, purchase cars, either pay cash or borrow and pay uh, interest. I'm going to tell you, there was lights that were just shining brightly in my brain when mm. you were able to utilize that uh, picture. And for me, that is, that's a highlight in our boot camps is when you do that, uh, that drawing. It's, and it's a, it's a great tool for people to see the power of why you would utilize dividend paying whole life insurance. So thanks to you too, brother. I appreciate that. And, and giving credit where credit's due, the, the inspiration for that drawing actually came from one of our IBC buddies, 
Mary Jo Ehrman, um, who who wrote Farming Without the Bank. She has an illustration in that book that sparked the idea of drawing this out for people. And then, you know, my educator background just kind of takes over and I can't help myself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, that's um, <laughs> so now um, Nelson shares a really heartfelt section in this. And, hmm. you know, you're reading it and you can kind of hear his voice, but you have got to hear him talk through this personally when he does his when he's done his presentations mm -hmm. so he shares this series of events or hardships would you for and there's two sections there's the financial piece of what he was getting into and how things were just snowballing and going great and then something happened and then there's the personal side will you first just kind of unpack the financial what nelson was into and then how that became a hardship for him well, you know, he had uh, several uh, uh, successful uh, ventures. He was into real estate, uh, and he he loved he loved borrowing money from the bank, going out and investing it. I mean, we we all hear this today, even. But uh, you know, this was in uh, uh, 1977, 78, up through 80, 81. But uh, he. he he explained that he had done these real estate ventures and he was just having giant amounts of success. In fact, uh, he even mentioned in here that he did this so many times that he was able to spend a month in Europe. And he said, you'd never believe this, but he'd never seen the property that he had invested in. Right, so right. All of these things were just working wonderfully, but it was all about leverage but it was about leverage of other people's money. And uh, so things were going great. So if all of a sudden this is working really great on a small scale, what do you think the normal thought process would be? Do yeah. it bigger. Yeah, Absolutely. so let's expand this thing. And so really what he did was he went out and he did this on a large scale. And then all of a sudden, 1981 and 82 hit. The prime rate rose and peaked at 21.5. He was having to pay 1.5% on top of that. So that was 23%. And then all of a sudden, he realized he had a half a million dollars borrowed. Well, in the book, it explains that $67,500 in interest that he had to pay that he wasn't expecting. Yeah. So all of a sudden, because of where he was in life, and 67.5 on a half million dollars in 1981 and 82 was a dump truck load of interest. So all of a sudden he he realizes he's got to do something and and what do these great big real estate financial geniuses tell you to do? They tell you to sell. Well, who in the world do you know is going to buy something when the interest rate has gone to 21.5? Nobody. So, uh, you know, in the midst of all of that, this is uh Part of what you're you're talking about in this particular section is 
hardship. Well, Mike, we talk about all, excuse me, we talk about all the time that um, the number one stressor in a relationship or in our lives, in most cases, is finances. Money. So you give this context of what you just described, that alone is stressful. Can you imagine um, prime rate at 21.5%? Now, you know, there's a documentary out there that we've all seen called The Tax Train. And this is before COVID and the um, stimulus checks and all those things. Even before all of the current circumstances have taken place, the the people who put together the Tax Train documentary, they're predicting that interest rates are going to jump up around uh, 2026. I can only imagine it's going to be sooner than that, given our current situation. So I say all that because financial stress is huge. Now Nelson goes on, he says, you've only heard part of the story. So would you continue on with some of the personal hardships that he then experienced on top of the financial hardships? Well, he calls it the awakening. Um, In the beginning of... uh, 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 this whole thing. Then he, he's got all this financial stress, but then in November of 1980, his first grandchild's born. And uh, if you start to think about it, interest rates have gone up. Um, you know, obviously, uh, the, the cost of things ha- has skyrocketed on top of that. So uh, all of a sudden, all kinds of things are happening. Um, he, he ends up having a break-in at his house. Um, he, his granddaughter is born with this neuroblastoma. Um, and cancer. then two months, mm-hmm. yeah, cancer, that's right, that's right. And then mm-hmm. two months later, his 52-year-old brother dropped dead of a heart attack while playing racquetball with his son. So uh, you can see that uh, a whole bunch of successive things are happening along with this awful financial stress that he's going through life. Um, So there was a whole lot of stuff that was going on. So Nelson says that the awesome thing that happened was the realization of everything that he was going through was revealed to him about IBC between 3 and 4 a.m. in the kneeling position praying, Lord, please show me a way out of this financial nightmare that I've created for myself. And during the midst midst of all of that, yeah, during the midst of all of that, um, the answer came back to him so quickly, it was unbelievable. My favorite uh, line in this section is, when a number of bad things like this occur in fairly rapid succession, it can increase the quality of your prayer life dramatically. Um, there's a phrase that that we often say in our household, and that is, "Don't waste a good crisis." You know, <laughs> <laughs> That's when, for sure. when when stuff happens in life, it is an opportunity. In fact, um, I did a uh, I was a guest on a friend's podcast, and he was asking me, what is your advice to people um, during this time period? And I said that exact thing. I was like, you know, don't waste a good crisis. This is an oppor- opportunity to reboot, to relook at how we live life, how we manage our relationships, how we manage our money. 
all those kinds of things. And, and Nelson nails it on the head here. You know, it's like this is an opportunity to get on your knees and pray for guidance. Um, if you really want to know more about Nelson Nash and who he is, there's a fantastic documentary that you can get off of YouTube and watch. It's called This is Nelson Nash. Mm-hmm. And the opening scene is him just sitting there praying. And, yeah. and that's so much about who Nelson Nash is. Yeah, that's right. Um, as a man. Yeah. Um, so so then he starts to realize, now, wait a second. I have these whole life insurance policies, right? So that's share right. a little bit about how that started to develop in his mind and his thought process. Well, basically, he says, you know what? Uh, the Lord basically showed him that you're standing in the midst of everything it takes to get out. But you don't see it because you look at things exactly the way every, everybody else does. So in my margin, I've got this written, look at your financial picture differently. And I, I'm going to share a personal story. I remember the very first time somebody tried to share with me about the infinite banking concept, but I was not in a place where I was receptive to listening because I thought that I had it all together. And so there might be a number of people on that are listening to this pod, podcast that maybe thinks they've got it together. But I guarantee you there's a number of people on here that are going, wow, things are not good. So what we are, we are proposing is that we take an opportunity to look at our financial picture just a little bit differently. So in the midst of all of that, Nelson got an opportunity to look at things completely opposite of what what we had been taught. And so he realized that he had all of these whole life insurance policies and he was able to borrow the money at 5 to 8% to pay off the 21 and 23% loans that he had to be able to I guess, undo some of the financial stress that he he had experienced in his own life. And then at the top of page 13, it says, hardship often helps us to see things which we are normally blind. And so the hardship created this whole situation where he had to relook at it. And really, that's when the infinite banking concept came into full view for Nelson Nash. It's And it's a thing that's changed my life. It's changed your life. And we get an opportunity to go around the country and teach this incredible concept to other people. There's a quote by Napoleon Hill. Um, it says, Opportunity often comes disguised in the form of misfortune or temporary yep. defeat. I think that's another example. Um, you know, you read about business owners and uh, entrepreneurs and things like that, and they tell you go out and fail as much as you can because that's really where you learn and it causes creativity uh, to come out of it. Nelson does comment here um, that. 
he says he could revise his spending pattern. And um, talk a little bit about that, because I think oftentimes, especially with my background with um, doing Dave Ramsey, oftentimes these these financial concepts are all about um, cutting back and and revising your spending patterns and things like that, which is not a bad thing. But can you talk a little bit about what that looks like with the clients that we work with? Well, um, I guess revising the spending pattern, you know, obviously it has everything to do with how much you got coming in and how much is going out. Um, so uh, uh, along those lines, we've got to help people think through where their dollars are going and why they're going there. Do we have some difficult conversations with our clients? Absolutely. Um, when we start to look at people's financial picture, their landscape, and then we create this step-by-step -step strategy, sometimes it does uh, take people's breath away. But yet, when we're looking at um, uh, the infinite banking concept and helping people create their own strategy, their own plan, where they get to control the dollars that are coming in and coming out, really, it, it becomes a much simpler process when you're actually handing the keys over to them so they can drive their own car, their own infinite banking plan. So revising their spending is kind of a misnomer, but yet do people have to make some big choices? You better believe they do. Um, but part of what we've got to do is we, we help them by using IBC as just the starting place. And then we move forward by helping them see that there's going to be some revisions, there's going to be some changes, but when you get to start to control some of the, the factors that are involved with IBC, then the freedom starts to happen. But then there's a huge amount of uh, uh, positive movement when you start to see that you're controlling those things. Yeah, oftentimes you know, when people start talking with us, they're, they start sharing, you know, we know we could be saving more. We know we should be saving more, right? But in most cases, the, the strategies that we design for people, we're not even changing um, their cash flow. We're just changing where that money is flowing. It goes back to the control part that we talked yep. about earlier. Is, is that money flowing into your system where you have control of it? And in most cases, we're not even really changing their cash flow. We're just changing where it's flowing and making it much more productive for them. Yep. Um, so uh, Nelson Nash, obviously, in this, um, it it this this section really unpacks how his revelation of the infinite banking concept came through a period of hardship. So I guess my message to listeners um, who may be in a place like that is that there is hope. And, um, you know, that's even part of our purpose statement is to inspire um, financial hope and freedom with the folks that we work with. And so if you're in a position where you think, gosh, you know, it just can't get any better. We, this is a great idea, but I don't know how it applies to us. I'd encourage you to give us a chance, give Nelson Nash's infinite banking concept a chance, because you might be surprised of how 
when you start to change the wind current in your life little by little, and you work with an infinite banking coach, they might have a suggestion for you that might give you a significant shift in your financial future. As Nelson says, it requires understanding and it requires discipline to implement the idea, but it can change your life dramatically, even beyond your fondest dreams. I think that's so true. We see that over and over again. Um, Mike, thanks for joining on this uh, podcast and giving your personal experience and in, in knowing Nelson and um, hearing him teach this uh, concept over and over again. Really appreciate your insights. Thanks, Chris. All right. Listeners, join us again for our uh, next podcast as we continue to go through um, the Becoming Your Own Banker book. And as we always say, if you don't have a copy, jump on to lifesuccessandlegacy.com on our website and you can get yourself a copy. We also have learning kits available. Um, if you are interested in digging into this a little deeper, we have uh, curated articles, videos, uh, and it even includes either a copy of Becoming Your Own Banker or the case for IBC. So if you're wanting to dig in deeper and, and kind of do your own study, we do have those learning kits. And then there's tons of other resources on our, uh, on our website as well. Till next time, thanks for joining us. And we look forward to uh, talking to you next time.